Last Sunday, we joyfully celebrated the birth of baby Jesus with all the smells and bells, the twinkling of Christmas lights, the smell of peppermint candies, the touch of merrily wrapped gift, gifts under the tree, and the singing of joyful Christmas carols. Today, the Gospel of John introduces us to the Word. What or who is the Word? What does it have to do with baby Jesus? Well, everything. The text is a prologue to the Gospel of John. It is meant to be read as a poem or sung as a hymn. It is meant to inspire awe of God and to show us who we are in Christ. That in Christ, we are children of God. John uses dramatic imagery to draw us out of everyday life here on earth and into the cosmos of time before time. In the beginning was the word. The phrase in the beginning should evoke our imaginations to recall the story of creation where God spoke creation into being. Let there be light. And so day and night came into being. Let there be a dome in the midst of the waters. And so sky came into being. Let the waters under the sky be gathered into one place and let the dry land appear. And so earth and seas came into being. Let the earth put forth vegetation. And so the kingdom of plants came into being and so on, until God created the first human. But this beginning is the time before creation, the time before time existed itself, eternity, and there was the word. This is word with a capital W. But what is this word? It is translated from the Greek word logos, which means thought, reason, speech, or utterance. So it's basically the mind and speech of God. Next, the word was with God and was God. He was in the beginning with God. Wait, what? I didn't know there were brain teasers in the Bible. How can the word the mind and speech of God be with God and be God. Here, John is describing to us a second person of the Trinity who is distinct yet inseparable from God. All things came into being through the word and without him, not one thing came into being. And so the word is the source of everything we can see and touch. The word is the source of life, the source of light, the source of all created being. And the word is the source of all the good in humankind, especially the virtues of joy, peace, patience, kindness, and gentleness. And the word is the source of our faith, hope, and love. 
And then the most astonishing and mind-blowing thing happened. The Word was made flesh. The Word who's with God and was God in the realm of eternity, in whom all things came into being, became incarnate in the baby Jesus, born to Mary and Joseph, laid in a manger, a dirty feeding trough for animals, among the noise and stench of a barn. The Word is Jesus. Jesus is the Word. The source of life has humbled himself and came to dwell among us. In the wilderness, in the time of the Exodus, God dwelt among his people in the tabernacle. This time, God came and dwelt among us in the flesh. Jesus in flesh and blood. The Word made flesh. Jesus in flesh and blood continues to dwell with us in the Holy Eucharist, in the Word and the bread and wine. In the liturgy of the Word, we hear the Word, the mind and speech of God. In the liturgy of the great thanksgiving, we eat and drink the Word made flesh, the body and blood of Christ. The word that we hear is like a seed, and the action of Christ's real presence in these elements, the body and blood of Christ, lovingly prepares the soil of our hearts, our minds, our souls to receive the seed, the word. And Jesus waters it with living water and shines upon it with the light of Christ. The word grows in us, washes over our being, and enkindles our hearts. It gives us eyes to seek God in all things and to see God gifts to us all around us. And we grow in Christ-likeness. We grow more fully into our identity as children of God. The Word, the source of life, made flesh in Jesus is making us come alive and become more fully human as we were created to be. This is how we are united with Jesus, where Christ dwells in us and we dwell in Christ. And out of this loving union flows living water for the whole world our holy work of love, peace, and joy to spread the good news of God's loving action in the world. So every Sunday, we gather to remember who we are, that our identity is bound up in Jesus. It's mind-blowing, it's mysterious, it's awesome and wondrous. The psalmist, and I'm quoting from the earlier part of Psalm 147 that's not shown in the bulletin, shows us that our natural and intuitive response to this is worship and praise. How good it is to sing praise to God. 
how pleasant it is to honor him with praise. Worship the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. God isn't impressed by the strength of warriors and their warrior horses, as the psalmist says. Rather, God delights in this. That expression of delight and pure joy on the face of a child as they open a Christmas gift. God delights in our delight. And we have received the greatest gift of all time, baby Jesus, the word made flesh. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen.